Oh, you crazy. You want to get crazy? No, I'll show you crazy. Listen, I don't know about these other guys, but we are like a superhero. No? We're like, da, 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 da. we're not crazy. Everybody knows you never go full retard. Muhammad is the most commonly used name on earth. Read a fucking book for one. Did you get that memo? Yeah, I got the memo. Picasso is dead. Walt Disney is dead. I'm dead. Steve Jobs is dead. I'm not superstitious, but I am a little stitious. Welcome to the Mentally Gone Podcast. Hey, yo, what do you want to tell Joe Byron right now? Take me out to dinner. <laughs> hey, yo, no. <laughs> That's not what he said, is it? Yeah, he said, take me out to dinner, baby. No, does he say baby? Let's see, let's see, let's see. Yeah, let's see. <laughs> baby, take me out. Come no. on, do you want to fuck your life? Bing bang your life. If you see these dogs in your, your front, front yard, yard huh. no, just no I'm upstairs, going, I'm going, going hard. hard. Bing, Bing bong. bong. What do you want to tell Joe Byron right now? What's up, baby? baby? Take, take me, me out, out to dinner. Hey, yo. Hey, yo, Ariana. What's up, baby? Hey, yo, Ariana Grande, mama. Like, what did he say? <laughs> hey, yo, Ariana Grande, come down to Coney Island. Island mama. Come take a spin on a cyclone. I miss you. <laughs> I miss you. Ah, oh, that's, uh, that's the joy of TikTok. Yeah. Isn't TikTok the only uh, social <laughs> media place where you actually find joy? Do you feel that way? That, that, sometimes, yeah. Sometimes? I feel like sometimes... Like I'm, what other social I'm, media I'm, app, though? No, no, none other. But I'm saying sometimes I'm scrolling through TikTok and I can't, just can't seem to find the right videos, you yeah, know? The right vibes. It's like I can't find the right ones that hit the spot and make me laugh. Mm. But you know which ones make me laugh? Which ones? Uh, what do you mean? Oh, uh, uh, it's for school. Remember? It's for school. Remember? Uh, hmm? Hmm? Uh, it's for school. Remember? I don't know if you guys know this or if our <laughs> listeners are aware, but uh, do you want to shout him out? He explained his name. It's um seventeen Avin. Yeah, because his, his name is David, and he said that. David. Yeah, and he said that the one and the seven form a D. So what's and the then end? it's Davin? Yeah, like I don't know. It's 17 Avon, so we're plugging right. him in because I laughed a lot watching his videos, and I think it's <laughs> worth watching. Yeah, it's pretty funny. It's uh, it, it's crazy because uh, it shows like how patient people are, you know? Do, do you get it? Do you get it or no? Do you get it or no? Yeah, but it's for school, remember? <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's so stupid, you know? <laughs> and like, people actually like go through it and they have a lot That's of patience, really... like more patience than I would think. What would you do if he like stopped you? And... I would know that it's a joke automatically yeah. <laughs> and that's why he targets older people yeah. i don't know if you noticed but he it's does. usually older guys mm -hmm. and like older people who he knows that are like dads and uncles and shit there was one guy he was 23 and i'm surprised that he didn't catch on to it because <laughs> you remember the, he, the black guy yeah yeah mm -hmm. he said that he was 23 because he asked him like oh how old are you or whatever and then at the oh, end yeah, he ended up telling him that it was yeah what goes up and never go comes yeah down. and then he's like and then he's like your age and then he's like oh and he's like uh do you get it though like do, do you, you get it or no do you get it or no <laughs> and then he's like yeah i get it because it goes up but it doesn't go down yeah but it's for school remember <laughs> and, so it's like... and i'm surprised that he like went on like went on with it for so long because he's young too like you'd expect him to know that it was you know mm -hmm. a youtube video or something yeah. that's my first reaction have you ever seen that kid who um flips his hair and then he like walks up to these people at target and then he's like could you film this for me and then he they get his phone turn it and film him and then he's like all right what's up guys today i'm gonna be teaching you how to um get someone's daughter 
and then the lady filming has a daughter you've no i never, never seen, seen that those? no it's super funny. <laughs> and he has like a justin bieber hair and then he flips it he's like an e-boy or something yeah <laughs> e-boys which we saw cody co talk about yeah. yeah shout out cody co and his girlfriend what's his girlfriend's name uh kelsey kepler kelsey kepler yeah shout out to them they're, isn't they're that funny cody co and kelsey kepler they're yeah. like it sounds like, like superhero names right? right it's like cody co and kelsey kepler yeah we'll save the world you know it's it like sounds those... like it sounds cute yeah. and they sound cute together it's pretty dope man callie and gabby how about that one callie and gabby two sisters and we're both last name l's so you know i might not need to change yeah. my my initials you feels me i feels you i feels you dog i feels you it feels me guys yeah man if you guys ship us you know yeah, buy man. us a wedding yeah man <laughs> pay for our wedding guys hey, go fund me go fund me online <laughs> um so where do we pick up like what do you want to talk about today let's talk about it's some movies we've been watching yeah we've been watching some movies we've been watching a lot of movies i just started watching harry potter yeah for my first time and i was like what a do you harry, think about it harry potter virgin over here and what do you think about i think it? it's wicked it's wicked wicked harry yeah. it's a blimey blimey wicked it's blimey hermione Blimey, Hermione. I feel like blimey is like, <coughs> is like, oh shit, but they didn't want to curse. It's like, fuck Hermione, Jesus. Yeah, it's yeah. like, damn, or, or, I don't know. British people have funny, funny, um, you know, like slangs and shit. Yeah, and they say bloody hell. Bloody hell, mate. Bloody hell. Bloody hell. Fucker and arse. To top the room, bloody they hell. They say arse, right? Yeah. Like, arse. Yeah. It has like an R in it. That's pretty interesting. She just bleached her arsehole. <laughs> now I got bleach on my t-shirt. <laughs> Imagine if Kanye was British. <clears throat> she, she, I can't even do a British accent <laughs> with a Kanye voice. doesn't work. The only British artist I respect is Drake. How about 5e Sosa? <laughs> viral movie <laughs> that's that is Drake <laughs> singing Drake, that that's funny speaking of Drake and Kanye what do you think about their reunion like what do you like what's your first thoughts on that um, being that Kanye is our boy but he's also like known for being a snake and for, hey hey that's just all right well I think Honestly, like, like I kind of expected that they would do a turnaround eventually because then it, it's like super, like, it's just the perfect publicity stunt, you know? It's like all this beefing, all these songs back and forth, and then it's like, oh, we right. made peace. Like, look at us. And it's funny because didn't, like, didn't he text him saying, like, s saying something about, like, uh, something Joker. about the Joker, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah so weird that was just a couple months ago and he talked about that on um in an in interview he did recently and he said that in that text group there was jay-z kid cuddy kim kardashian travis scott drake pusha and a few other like big names mm -hmm. so like that's like a crazy group chat imagine being in that group chat and then just having kanye just like spaz out Every now and then. I wouldn't I would love that. That's entertaining. That's pretty dope. Yeah. <laughs> I would call him up and talk shit about Drake and be like, right? Like, isn't he such like, a Scorpio? Yeah, yeah. Like, ugh. Yeah. I don't know what I think about that. Um, I do want to address before we get into the movies, I want to address Virgil Blow's passing. Mm. I think that that was a pretty big loss in terms of creatives in the world, you know? That was pretty big, man. Yeah. So R.I.P. Virgil Abloh, um, 
he was actually one of the inspirations behind like Vitruvian and starting it and stuff because I've always been like enamored by the idea of of just being able to communicate like he's the only fashion fashionista uh creative designer whatever you want to call it i'm gonna just call him an artist he was the first one to get something that's already popular and make it even cooler mm. without having to like ship it out to famous people and beg them to wear it you know what i mean yeah like he got the classic jordan ones which was already iconic because of michael jordan mm -hmm. he made it even cooler just by looking at it, you could tell that it's like it's just dope looking with the like air in quotes, you know, and the air quotes and shit. That's just dope, man. So, yeah. And he was suffering from cancer, which is wild. Yeah. Didn't and tell anybody. What did um Chadwick Boseman die of? Was from it cancer, cancer too. too, right? Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. It's crazy how they don't really com like convey it. Mm hmm. But I think that that's like a good move because they probably just want to live their life out. Yeah, they don't want to have people like pity them and just and just, you know, like give them like the pity look. Sympathy and like, card for everything. Yeah. Like they just want to be treated, you know. I think that that's the best way to go out. Yeah. If I was diagnosed today, I would just keep it to myself. Hey, how about me? Got to share with me? Yeah. What? I mean, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was going to say what's interesting is that like our collection is is adam and eve or even adam rather and he actually did a collection um of, uh, of, of adam, adam and eve, eve also yeah. which yeah. was one of his first collections so it's pretty crazy which we only found out after. honest to god after because then we opened up his book mm -hmm. with all of his um what is it what is the book called I think his like past works uh i think it's just I forgot what it's called. Anyways, so. but but then yeah. I was like going through all of them, and I was like, "What is this?" And then right. and then I started looking up, um, you know, Virgil Blow, Adam and Eve, and I found it, and I was just you know kind which, of shocked. Which I don't want to put us on a high horse or anything, but just the fact that we kind of had <laughs> that similar thought process, you know, like that was your idea, man. In Vitruvian, and then Virgil and Offway, like that was pretty crazy, because like it's a similar. I think like stepping like we're we're trying to take the similar route in terms of like creating this brand that's going to like sustain itself, you know, mm -hmm. like as it goes. I don't know how to explain it. Isn't it but. crazy how those sorry, were you done? Sorry. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say isn't it crazy how like all of these stories from biblical passages, but but not even just the Bible, but from like other early works of like literature they never seem to like die out like you they could don't. like people will still like integrate it in their creative you know outlets and Process. stuff yeah mm -hmm. it's pretty interesting which is something that we're, we're gonna touch on when we start talking about palm springs because mm -hmm. i want to bring up like the metaphor used you know you want to talk about it let's go yep. you you start us off while i just search up uh one piece of information that i've that I want to use. All right, so we watched the movie. It's called Palm Springs. Um, With um, Sandy, oh, fuck, Andy, Andy Sandberg, Andy Sandberg. I yeah, think that's I'm his not name. good with names. And then the lead actress, uh, what's her name? I'll look it up real quick. Andy Sandberg is uh, a form. I don't. I don't know if there's still a, a band, but he is the mastermind behind hits like My Dick in a Box. Jizz, jizz in my pants. I'm oh, on a boat. Oh, that's know? the songs that you would always sing yeah. out of nowhere. Lock eyes from across the room. 
There's a jizz in my pants. Classics. Classics. I'm on a boat with T-Pain. You know? No, that one, you were, you were just singing boat. it. I don't know that I'm one on either. Take a good hard look at the motherfucking Again, boat. Again, I would never have heard these if I didn't hear you singing Oh, them. these are classics, man. <laughs> I was going to say... Um, oh, yeah, start us off with the thing. So so the, the concept of this movie or the synopsis of it um, is that Andy Samberg is stuck in a time loop Right, he's living mm-hmm. the same day over and over, and then the lead female um, actor, actress, uh, her name is Kristen Melody. Melody, mm-hmm. I really don't know how to pronounce it, so forgive me. Um, she also gets stuck in the time loop with him, right? And they're kind of just alone, reliving this same day over and over, over. and over again. Infinite and he's loop. been living in it longer than she has. Mm-hmm. So she, like he's just introducing her to like like what 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 goes on every single day. Yeah. And how he kind of giving her the lay of the land kind of and yeah. just like setting the yeah. And setting her expectations on what to, you know, think about it. Yeah. And then what was I going to say? And that's basically <laughs> it. And then they just have to figure out how to get out of the time loop. Or if they want to get out of the time loop. Are they right. content in or the time loop? Can, yeah. Or if they can get out of the time loop. Have you ever seen the movie Groundhog Day? No. You haven't? No. You watched it? I watched it a long time ago. Mm. And we watched it even at Ann Street, I think. At Ann Street, really? For like Groundhog Day. Yeah. <laughs> on Groundhog Day? <laughs> yeah, like before it. <clears throat> but... Uh, Essentially, it takes on the same premise and the same concept of like you're stuck in this loop. And then usually there's like this, um, I guess, this like lesson that you have to gain in order for you to exit the loop. Mm -hmm. And it's usually something related to like karmic energies. So if you were um, a bad person leading up to that day, a really bad person, then your punishment is to relive that day until you can prove to the universe and the karmic energies and the being and the beings at work that you can, you know, kind of change as a human being. So you're living <clears throat> in your own personal hell. Basically, yeah. It's like, is it like the day of your biggest regret? No, and, and that's what's always interesting. It's like, it's always a day that you wouldn't expect it to be that specific day that you would be mm. living. So, for example, their day <laughs> in Palm Springs was the wedding, right? And... Yeah, like there's no specific, like there's no real reasoning behind it. It's very chaotic, you know. But what's interesting about Palm Springs is that the the girl, let me figure out her name. Sarah is her name mm-hmm. in it, and his name is Niles. So the Sarah, she actually is living in her mistake every day, right? Because she wakes up. I'm not gonna spoil it, or maybe we could spoil it. I no, just... we'll, we'll definitely spoil it. Okay, well, yeah. anyways. <laughs> because, it takes, I mean, come on. It takes place a, on a yeah. wedding day. The wedding is her sister's wedding. Yeah, spoiler and, alert. For and whoever. here's a spoiler alert. So you better, like, zoom past a yeah, minute we'll or two. Yeah, we'll give you five seconds. Five, five, four, three, three two, two. Okay, one. now. <laughs> and then she, she slept with the sister's groom. Right. So the sister's uh, soon-to-be husband, which is on this day. Mm-hmm. And so every single wedding day morning, while she's stuck in this time loop, she's waking up in the groom's bed, her sister's fiance's bed, mm-hmm. right before they're about to get married. 
Right. So she's constantly living in her mistake. Waking up in it. Yeah. Like starting the day in it. Like you can't even start your day. So what do you think is Niles, um, I guess, source of comfort? Because you see that he's kind of like comfortable. Like he becomes comfortable with the idea of reliving that loop because he just gives up on, on trying to get out of it. He said that he contemplated suicide various times but it just brings him back to the same place so there's no escaping and then you see him come to like kind of peace even if only momentarily uh before meeting the girl and before bringing her into it uh like what like what do you think do you think it's the fact that in real life his life sucked basically and then he's in this thing where the 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 irony to me is that he's in this thing that he has no control but then he finds control within it Mm -hmm. by just accepting the lack of control which is fascinating what's what's interesting is that he has much more control in the lack of control if that makes sense it's like he can like he can dictate whatever he wants to do like he can even like give away all his money and then wake up the next day with a pocket full of the same and amount of money do whatever he wants to do. and just yeah. do it all over, like do it all over again, do whatever he wants. Like, just like you said, he can like jump in front of a truck and it might hurt. He could end up in a hospital, but then he'll wake up the next day and be like pain free. Ready to go. Versus like in real life when you're not in a time loop or whatever you You like you're stuck with the consequences of like getting hit by a car you can't just escape it Mm -hmm. so i think that that's what i think that that's what keeps him in the time loop and i think he could have figured out a way to get out of it himself if he really really wanted to get out Mm. you know just like spoiler just like she ended up finding a way out by herself eventually like finding it like she discovered it on her own right Mm -hmm. so i'm saying he could have you know figured it out himself as well but i don't think he ever wanted to you know Mm. what i mean he was content with like having this control of like no responsibilities no like expectations he can like get with whoever he wants because he could just like every day he'll like learn more information about the person he's trying to get to and about the world around and him. about the world around him and then just becomes accustomed to like manipulating his environment manipulating mm. people into like having sex with him so it's pretty you know he's living the life i think i think that that's exactly what it is it's the fact that there's no consequence like mm-hmm. no future consequence so isn't that crazy how if you're stuck in that loop and there's no future consequence, wouldn't that be the ideal environment for you to really find out what the purpose in life is? Because people usually say like, oh, like my purpose in life is to become a better person. It's to aspire to be to, to, to like do this or to acquire this or to reach this goal. Right. Mm-hmm. And everything is kind of placed on this linear route that is time but if time is in the loop and all you have is that one day then you can't cure cancer in that one day so if you're a doctor or scientist you're you're not gonna be able to do it technically you know what i mean right but but that's a bad example because she actually finds a cure for this whole like time loop and she actually gets into science but my point is i don't know if you get it it's like um do you get it or no it's for school <laughs> you get it. Uh, what do you mean <laughs> what do you mean it's um i'm trying to articulate this better 
No, I think I think I understand what you're saying. It's, it's like, like then like what do you like what's the purpose even of if life? he does unlock an answer to something, it doesn't really matter because he's stuck there by himself right. and can't really apply it. Yeah, nothing is that what you're here. saying? Like yeah. it's like, like it's it's not applicable because you're stuck in this one day. Right. So so even if you do find the cure to cancer right. and you do like give that information out, you're just going to wake up the next day and the and cure to cancer is, is not found. Right. So it just keeps resetting. So even that, like the most altruistic solution ever, mm. doesn't mean anything. What I think is interesting is having an endless amount of time because he said he had been stuck there for like years and years and yeah, years, yeah. you know, mm. having this endless amount of time to just, you know, do whatever I feel like would be the perfect opportunity to to like uncover and 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 discover just like you said new cures like new new ideas and stuff like I feel like that's the perfect moment because I think that time overwhelms us right. and and it kind of like we just become impatient with like trying to trying to like work towards something because mm -hmm. because we feel like we have such a finite amount of time if that makes sense yeah like our if time you, is always running out if yeah. you wanted to be an astronaut like you know that that would take you years to to like get there if you even get there exactly like you have to study and then you you have, have to, to pass a bunch of exams right. and and yeah. then so so it's it's it seems more far-fetched than if you have like infinite amount of time unlimited like you can like do it every day and and work towards it and you never end the day without that knowledge you know what right. i mean he, he wakes up the next day still like containing the knowledge that he had from his previous days mm -hmm. so he could still like retain that information it doesn't go away when he wakes up right so but it goes away for everybody else right yeah but but I'm saying like for personal reasons, yeah, like, for, like it, personal I feel growth. like it is a perfect time to like discover more about yourself. To, and about to, the world. Right. I feel like it's perfect. Yeah. Like I feel like time is what shits on everything. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but what do you think? What's your opinion? Well, first of all, um, so these these movies that center around the idea of like reliving every day again and again until you figure it out. So Groundhog Day, Palm Springs, they usually are a metaphor for the story and the um, tale of Sisyphus, mm -hmm. who in Greek was condemned to the underworld. And he was condemned by Zeus to live all of eternity trying to push a huge rock, a, boulder. a huge boulder up this hill, just to have that boulder roll right back down every mm -hmm. single time it almost reaches the um, tip, very top of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he was condemned to live that out because he cheated death twice. Mm. And so like these movies do that. So they obviously approach it in a different manner where they use days as 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 the boulder that you have to like push yourself through every day being the same day. I think that I think that the purpose of it is always just that it's like to find purpose. It's like how do you find purpose? in this loop like what like you have to understand why you're in this loop and then try to figure out what the answer is and mm. usually the answer is either being like selfless which was the case for groundhog day and then for this case it was like finding true love which he found purpose in the girl that he brought into that you know reality mm -hmm. 
And once you find that purpose, then it kind of sets you free. But in this case, it didn't set him free because he found love. It set him free because the love he found found a solution that ultimately led them to escape, which I think is even scarier because like, I don't think there's any way out for him. And Mm -hmm. I think he tried everything. He tried being charitable, probably. He tried being uh, evil, trying to be like everything and he can't find a way out. And, and I think his name Niles is a play on nihilism, too, mm. because nihilism is just assuming that nothing has purpose. So I think that even that was purposeful to name wow. him nihilism. You know, I didn't even catch that. It's like Niles nihilism. That's pretty crazy, right there. Yeah, and and he embodies it, but he embodies the beauty I think of nihilism, which is, I think, complete freedom comes from just understanding that nothing matters nothing you do matters mm-hmm. right so if people want to get up and just go like go onto the dance floor dance your heart out and like have no fear of looking like an idiot that is true freedom despite who's watching yeah like everybody might be watching <clears throat> you but guess what that doesn't fucking matter like nothing matters mm. it doesn't matter if if people criticize our podcast if people criticize you or i like it does not none of it matters it's like the idea of just being free and just being completely selfish in terms of what other of what the world thinks of you is the ultimate freedom. And I think that that's what the beauty of nihilism can be. And that's what Niles embodies. Like he just he's just OK with it. Like he'll wake up, go to the pool, drink his beer again, have a good time. Hmm. And then eventually he finds love and that, you know, brings a whole other dynamic to it. And then that's what the movie is about. Essentially, it's a rom-com right hey yo okay right? you just don't you, yeah, think it, you just debunk the whole thing but don't you think that's it though? no for like a hundred percent and and what you said about him like his escape right like how he was like how he got out of it wasn't necessarily his choice you know yeah so just just like you said he while he was there alone, he he came to the realization that nothing matters. But then this person who is now living in this with him gave him like a greater purpose to not want to be stuck in this like same day. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so when she says, look, you could come with me or you could stay stuck in this time loop. Like we could end up dying together or we could get out of this together mm-hmm. or you could stay alone. He like his fear of not having that human connection with this like person that he connected with like very deeply, mm-hmm. like his fear of losing that was was like deeper than 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 like his realization that nothing matters because now he's going to go back into the world. Right. Because now this, she matters. Right. With this yeah. like newfound realization that that nothing really has like any importance. But but this like this one person could change that around, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know where I was going with that, but anyways. Oh, yeah. And and just to add on to that, um, I think like I just thought about this while 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 you were explaining that. Um, what's interesting is just that it's like. I think that that was another analogy for love, too, mm-hmm. because like love is about risking it all without knowing what the outcome is. Mm-hmm. so with her for example she approaches him and says hey listen i think i have a solution i did a test on this goat i don't know where the goat ended up but the goat's not here blew up the goat went somewhere it might have blown up it might have been transported <laughs> 100 years into the future it doesn't matter right but the point is he took that leap because 
it was just like it was for love if that makes sense and that's why the movie's more so of a rom-com than, mm-hmm. than anything else right than like a psychological right you know. and i think that that's what was cool about it too is that even niles who's nihilistic he found love and was able to find meaning and purpose in the world that's completely meaningless and that purpose made him you know take the risks that he wouldn't otherwise take mm-hmm. otherwise he would have lived there comfortably right and and also she gives him another person to measure himself with right because he can't measure himself with anybody else because everybody else restarts their clock so he needs someone that can actually relate to him and he can measure himself every single day and like have thoughts and have conversations about what his reality is because everybody else is sharing this reality but it's not real for him at least Mm. and you know know what i just realized the guy the old man stays stuck in the time loop i was about to go to him yeah Oh my god, I just like I just thought of that right now. And <laughs> and he portrays the ideal outcome of someone who gets stuck in that loop. Mm-hmm. It's to find contentment and and to just find acceptance with that reality. And that's what he did. Mm-hmm. He said that after endless countless months of maybe denial, anger, frustration, he finally came to terms with the fact that this isn't so bad after all. And I think that that's the the um, ultimate purpose of life. It's that like realizing like, all right, life can suck a lot of times. It's hard, but you get up and it could always be less shitty if you put the effort and you just kind of understand it for what it is instead of setting all these expectations that people usually set. Yeah, no know? one's saying that you have to like... You have to worship the day that you're, you know, you don't, you know what I'm trying to say? That, yeah, no, that doesn't really make sense. But like, it's actually the opposite of that. It's like living as if there's no tomorrow, basically, mm-hmm. you know, and just not giving a fuck. Right. And just like cherishing the moment, I guess. Yeah. It, and I think that that's what's like that, that, that's also kind of like, how do I explain it? Um, intriguing about living in a time loop is that you don't have to worry about the stress of tomorrow. Yeah, you don't. At all. Like, There's no consequences. You're just always, you know, yeah. just always living in the same day. You're always the you're same You're always age. in the present. Everybody's the same age. Everybody's always present. Mm-hmm. Isn't it crazy? You're always in the, your, your past is your present yeah. and your future if you're in a time loop every day. Yeah pretty wild and with that we will recommend it um it's at 30 minutes do you want to do reddit reads after this well wait i wanted to say one more thing okay so speaking of like um doing anything for love right we also watched another movie you think we have time yeah let's do it let's talk about it all right all right let's do it all right so we also watched another movie it's called the ghost story which is one of my it like it's a movie where i just feel like revisiting it Again, soon? yeah, yeah, soon. Just because I think, like, I just feel like it just sat with me. Like You talked to me. us. Talk to us about it. Well, a ghost story is what people would call an artsy-fartsy film. Mm-hmm. There's literally one scene where we witness the, like, one of the main protagonists. But there's not really a protagonist in this because it's not a, a typical way of telling a story. Like, it's not a typical film at all. Mm-hmm. Um the the woman who loses the husband uh there's a scene where she, we watch her eat pie for five minutes straight five minutes and this was a crucial point where a lot of people even walked out of the movie theaters you know because like it just takes you into these 
into these rooms where you kind of all like even feel like you're violating someone's space like mm -hmm. you're violating her space you feel bad about being here and watching her it's almost as if you're just like getting a glimpse into that reality and that's that that particular example it forces you to really feel the um effects of just of of just depression of just like like just what she was feeling grief it makes you feel that it makes you feel what she was feeling and another thing that it makes you feel it makes you feel like you're the ghost like you're the ghost yeah. like you're the one who is lurking in these rooms ever in present. this house ever yeah. present always watching like even when they're in bed together before he dies right i was gonna say that too right? two minutes like two of minutes just, of them just like eye contact very close face to face you intimate, know very yeah. intimate and and you're just like as if you're standing over them watching yeah, just hovering. and it's as if you're the ghost who's like always there who's ever present like just like you said and just never goes away so you do feel like you're invading someone's space right. but i think that that was a point of the movie it's like to make you uncomfortable it to is. the point that you feel like you're there like you know taking part in this like ghostly mm -hmm. presence that's there and what's fascinating f to me is that this ghost is obviously in this uh process of limbo so he's neither in heaven and neither on earth he's in this like inner space between both right he's mm -hmm. uh, he's on the bridge and what's crazy to me is that it puts into perspective, again, what time is, right? Time to us as humans is very um, straightforward, mm. like both literally and metaphorically. It's like time is linear, right? Today is today. Right now is right now. Yesterday is yesterday. Tomorrow is tomorrow. But for these like beings in these like fourth and fifth dimensional beings that are, you know, spirits, ghosts, whatever you want to call it, aliens or whatever it is that I believe. And I think that there are beings out there that don't confide or, or aren't restricted to the three-dimensional uh, living that we are. Mm -hmm. So they're able to like move through time completely different. And that's what we see in this movie is that he goes through like this whole cycle of time in that house, in that space. He's confined into that little like square lot basically. And he sees all these families coming in he sees different people in the house. He sees the house being abandoned, the house being broken down, uh, a skyscraper being built on it. And then he eventually gets to a point where he gives up and then he decides to just end it again. Mm -hmm. And then he jumps off the building and that just teleports him back to the beginning of time or to the beginning of time for that space, basically. Mm -hmm. So where the first colonizers of that house, of that lot came into being. And so he goes into the past and then he and then he travels all the way to the present again and then even sees himself alive. And then he moves a little bit more, sees himself dead and sees his own ghost living that reality. So there's two ghosts plus a present alive version of him. Yeah, yeah. But so. but really that just goes to show that like time is this thing that we're never going to understand in our current form. And Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Our soul is not only immortal, I think it's like it's infinite. Mm-hmm. It's like it's omnipresent. And I think that that's what we share with God, I think. It's like once we're freed of this like um, vehicle, this like meat vehicle, like that's what we have. It's like mm-hmm. this like omnipresence. This infinite nature, you know? And just like we talked about after watching the movie, like there could be ghosts of us watching us right now. There could be very well. And be, we yeah. just don't know. Exactly. Like and and anyways, to my point about this like being about love and doing anything for love. So before he um well, after he dies and he becomes this ghost, right? And and then this well, it's a spirit with a with a bed sheet mm-hmm. over him. Um, he sees that she put like a note in the crack of a, right? In the crack of yeah, like yeah, a yeah. wall or something yeah, in their house because they were planning on moving right before he passed away. And she said that she likes to put pieces of, um, of herself everywhere she yeah, goes, right? Notes, so yeah. so he wants to like, the the entire movie, he's just like picking at the wall to try to get to the note. Right. So the only time that he finally just like like dissipates to nothing where the sheet just falls and there's no ghost anymore. And he passes on. Right, and yeah. he passes on is when he gets to the note mm-hmm. and he reads the note that she left because all he ever wanted was the note that was there. Mm-hmm. So... Do you think that he wanted the note because that would give him a piece of her that he could take on with him forever? I think... Like, what was the purpose of... And what was the cathartic, like, reasoning behind it? Like, why did he need that for his catharsis? Like, why did he need that to finally feel fulfilled and feel like he could go? I feel like it was, like, maybe it was, like, a curiosity thing at first. Mm. Maybe it was, like, I need to know what she wrote on that note. Like, is there anything about me? It's, like, still searching for this purpose even after being gone. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. needing to to be this like meaningful thing to someone and and maybe see if she wrote anything about him and and them and their relationship or whatever. And then that maybe that's why he's so like so like adamant on on trying to like get to the note because he he needs to see what her last words were like in that house that they shared all these memories in. He wants to see what her sentiment regarding the house right. is, or or him, like sentiment towards him, because it could have been yeah. right, because it could have been something like about him on the note, and we don't know because we don't read it. Do you know what I just realized too? Is that this movie shows that love is the only thing that transcends time, space, and being, mm-hmm. and that's wild. That's that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy to me. And that's something that also was depicted in like Interstellar too. Mm-hmm. You know, like love's the only thing that survives time, space. Like you could go through black holes and come out the other side and the person still loves you. Like their love reaches you still. And and you feel something when someone loves mm-hmm. you and you and you feel something when you're loved and when you love fully and deeply. And that's just wild to me. It's like it's the only thing that that doesn't have any limits. It's just always expanding and always moving through everything. I was going to say, like, it really is similar to Interstellar now that you mention it. It is, yeah. It's like it's almost the same, except that in Interstellar, it's an outer space thing. And, you mm-hmm. know, and and 
in this movie it's a it's a uh, someone who's passed on already to me i use interstellar as like a framework that kind of like got me into the whole idea of of time and and fourth fifth dimensional infinite dimensional beings and stuff and viewing time as a place mm -hmm. instead of like a, a, a spot in our memory mm -hmm. you know and that's what i use as like a framework for every other movie that's about time and especially ghost uh especially uh, uh a ghost story, ghost story. <laughs> i just lost the especially a ghost story because as like as i was watching it and when it got to that scene where it shows him again and shows him as a ghost that's when it hit me i was like oh shit like this is just like interstellar it's like these like glimpses of what's going on it's mm -hmm. like these events happen and they're always happening always happening and that's why he was able to go back in the past and it was just just being found and then he was able to go to the, the house being broken down and was just being broken down and then the skyscraper and then it's just always happening it and then happening and then there's the scene where they're in bed right, right. and and then the piano makes a noise Right, and they and go to him. see what it was, and and the guy seemed to be like more suspicious about what it was, and he kind of like stood there, kind of. right? And that's what I was gonna say. It's like you can feel these like energies and these like spirits around you if you like if you really you know, I don't know if you really like like isolate mm -hmm. the like the sensation of it because I definitely do feel like. Sometimes I'm when I'm like you know coming up the stairs and stuff. Yeah, I'm always like, like someone's chasing you. Yeah, but but, but that's a common <laughs> fear that everybody has because of movies. But even even like normally, like I don't know. I just always feel like there's there like there's people watching you. Right. Do you know what I just thought? What? What if? And this is a far fetched idea, right? Mm. But but that's what this podcast is for. What if the God? that we all pray to that everybody had like all these religions everybody prays right right everybody who prays what if the god that they're praying to is actually themselves wow and their spirit and their fourth fifth dimensional infinite dimensional spirit has like broken free because if time is non-linear and only linear to us because we're confined by the laws of physics and we're restrained to this meat vehicle what if our soul right is infinite in fact and it's omnipresent like god is and what if our soul is just trying to guide us to make the best out of this 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 carnal experience so that we can acquire knowledge that they can't acquire so do you do you know what i mean it's like they they need this knowledge and this wisdom that's only acquired through the human experience. And that's maybe why there's like reincarnation. It's because like you go through one passage of life and then and then you kind of just realize, oh, like I'm not there yet. I didn't find that thing yet. Mm. So you're going to be reincarnated to another experience, another person until you finally reach that cycle where you feel complete. And then your soul can finally like transcend into something else or 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 finally rest or finally do something like that. So what if like that's the case? Because along that line of thinking we're all already dead right because we already died and we're dying right now because time is a place so we're being born we're dying continuously infinitely a loop and then our soul however is infinite and ever expanding and omnipresent it's always here with us it's always aware it's always watching and it's not like kind of like gearing us and so when we ask for guidance and wisdom to god maybe we're asking to our to ourselves kind of to our own infinite being of wisdom.
I can no okay wait 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 it, 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 yeah but I I can understand what you're saying because yeah. it's like for example our like it's our souls that feel like we need this larger purpose right right so we just give God a name and and even like Jesus a face and like we try to like create these you know these these like people or personas to to like these icons right yeah, to yeah. fit what we ourselves are feeling in our souls we feel this need to to be worthy of mm -hmm. something and just like you're saying it could just be that we just want to be worthy to ourselves right. and we like we don't deem ourselves worthy enough so we wouldn't perceive ourselves to be the god and so mm -hmm. we give like a, the god persona almighty being perfect in every way right. to this icon uh -huh, because we are because innately imperfect right and yeah. we don't believe that 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 we can ever reach perfection. right exactly so i could see what you're saying you that know? that's that's pretty crazy right yeah because because at the beginning of time like god like was always like there's always been this element of mysticism like people believe that thunder was a god mm -hmm. and then and then like that's how thor was like created and developed and then like the realm of the gods nature was always viewed as a god the sea was was always like riddled with like monsters and like all these atrocities poseidon and so i don't know like maybe it's just that it's like once we reach this point of of a uh, uh, of like top understanding which it look, look look if you date back to like philosophers main philosophers all of them have in common this belief that knowledge is the only virtuous purpose on this earth mm -hmm. and maybe they believe that you know knowledge is the only way for you to actually get to that point of like enlightenment and it's always about like knowledge and like learning but people don't understand what that means necessarily it's not learning like reading books on like entrepreneurship and shit it's like learning about yourself it's like knowledge acquired through experience and then that'll lead you to like nirvana and like lead you to what the buddhists believe is the ultimate uh stage of enlightenment mm. and then that's when you maybe realize that oh shit like i am always and forever you know that's pretty crazy you're giving me like a existential <laughs> Really? Maybe not an existential crisis, but I, like I it, it is like an enlightenment right now. I get those every Monday. <laughs> I was gonna say, I was gonna say, what do you think about reincarnation? Like, for example, have you ever seen videos when, uh, like when a couple has a miscarriage and then soon after they get a pet, mm -hmm. and the pet, like, there's always these like crazy stories where the pet was born on the same day that the baby the passed right mm. and so what do you think about that like do you do you believe that souls can transfer through like different beings like reincarnation i think so like do you think that do you think that that could be like a realistic thing where where when when these couples have these miscarriages and then and then not saying every couple but i'm saying yeah. and then they find a pet and they find out the pet or or have Maybe not a pet, but I'm saying like in general, like yeah. someone else has, uh, I don't know, you yeah, know, yeah, but yeah, yeah, but yeah. like on the same day, and yeah. then it's like as if as if it was like reborn. I'm only gonna say yes because in that particular example, I think that souls and 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 your um, infinite soul, I don't think it has any prejudice. 
towards like oh like i don't want to be a dog because mm -hmm. like dogs are disgusting like i don't want to be a deer i don't want to be an eagle i you know like i don't want to be a, a white cisgendered whatever <laughs> male. male yeah like i don't want to be a black person i want to be asian like i don't think it has any like pr prejudice against anything so my my point is in that case i do believe it it is possible because what if the sole purpose of that child was to just bring joy to that couple yeah, and so maybe that was the purpose that that soul needed to fulfill and maybe it found that way so it was just looking for an entryway right and then it found an entryway through the dog mm -hmm. and that's entirely possible you know uh, that's exactly what i was gonna say it's almost as if the universe or or whatever has a purpose for us already right and so we live out that purpose and just like you said if that purpose is not fulfilled we can we can like transcend into a different vehicle. Yeah, because there's vessel. no laws or, right. or rules. You know, you're infinite. You're ever expanding. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's pretty wild. So maybe I was already here in a past life. Maybe, probably. Who knows? But I feel I, like I was like a like I feel like I was like a kid in a past life, and maybe I died like at a very young age, and then now I'm just still a child. Yeah, and and maybe that's why you always have those thoughts of like you feel like you're gonna die soon, because like maybe you lived that out in your past life. Wow, I always feel that like I'm gonna die young. Right, because because maybe that was the maybe fate. I did die young, and yeah. now I'm still this kid trapped in this body. Exactly, and that's why I'm like such a big baby all the time. But I think that that's why people say like, oh, like he or she has such an old soul you know right it's because of that because i do believe that like i don't know like that's just my theories that mm. souls are immortal and they you know like they're just infinite and then they only acquire this specific knowledge through the human experience for some reason humans like it has to go through this human experience and then it has to go as many times as it needs to in order to finally reach that point which nobody will ever understand what it is mm. and maybe that's why virgil went soon and maybe that's why mac miller went soon it's like there's always like there's destiny and there's the idea of creating your own destiny. But I also think that there's like purpose, like there's like a broader purpose. There has to be. You mm -hmm. know? I'm not nihilistic to like say and confirm like, oh, there's no purpose. There's no God. Like, I don't believe that. Like, I think there's there is reasoning to this madness. You know, I agree. But yeah. hundred percent. I recommend a ghost story. Highly I recommend, recommend. I recommend both. Both if you movies, want something yeah. funny, like yeah, if you want something lighthearted to like have a good laugh, you watch Palm Springs because yeah. it it you do laugh at some points. Um, and then if you want like a if you want something that's just gonna like mind fuck it's you, it's gonna fuck you up forever. Yeah, then you should watch a ghost story. But, but you in have a to good be way. you have to way. be patient. Like you really have to like sit through the movie because it yeah. isn't always the easiest to get through. But I will say that it starts picking up like. I I guess by the second half, second half is good. Yeah, not saying that the first half isn't good. It's just that like for the it's, average viewer, it'll take some some it's a like slow persistent, burn. yeah, to like get through certain scenes and stuff because it's kind of like tedious. If you look at it from like an entertainment perspective, like don't watch these movies expecting like Avengers like yeah. fight scenes and shit. Like that's <laughs> not what this is about. This is like artsy fartsy. It's like it's literally like watching paintings. Mm -hmm. It's like just just every time you look at it, like you'll find yourself deeper and deeper. And the longer you look into it, the deeper you'll go. But yeah. yeah so that's we're it. at 50 minutes. So what now? Let's do 
Let's do it. Do you want to do a ready yeah. read? How yeah. many? Two? Maybe two, yeah. All right, so we're going to start the segment that yes, we, we are. Um, starred, starred, that we starred? S- started, starred, started, starred, 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 like, is like, star, st- like star, like let's star something, no? No, that we started. I don't know. I'm going to start using that term and it's <laughs> going to become a thing. We're going to star this new um, segment. So oh, like now it. starring this new yeah, segment. Oh, like okay. starring, like we started last <laughs> night, you know? All right, go ahead. Hey, Mr. Krabs, I think I'm mentally gone. Welcome to Mentally Gone Reddit Reads. What do you want? It's not that simple. What it do you want? So want to get weird? Let's get weird, Morty. Let's read some Reddit posts. Ready? Fuck it. Fuck it. Do you know what I just thought about doing? <laughs> what? I'm going to remix this and add the... the Hey, yo, what do you want to tell Joe Byron, Byron right, right now? now? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like I'm going to create like a new remix. Hey, yo. Hey, yo, yeah. Then you should add bing bong. Bing bong. I want to customize all these buttons. Like, all right, here we go. All right, Let's roll into it. So what's the premise behind these? Just real quick so that people. Uh, so these are stories that I find on Reddit. They are personal stories. All right. Hey, yo, y'all not ready for these. I don't live in Coney Island. I'm from Newark, New Jersey. Hey. You feel me? So here we go. Let's get into this. Ariana Grande, I miss you, mama. And before we get into it, I just want to plug our uh, official phone number. So if you're listening to this right now or you're watching this and you want to be a part of this show, we will play your voicemail. Uh, All you have to do is call the number 201-890-2907. That's 201-890-2907. Call this number, leave us a voicemail. It could be a question, it could be a topic recommendation, it could be anything. Feedback, it could be a complaint, it could be that we offended you and you want to get, you know, like some shit off your chest or you or you want to fight one of us. Uh, just send it in and we'll play it on the show, on the next episode, and we'll react to it. We'll respond, we'll, you know, so yeah. That's it. Give us a call. Here we go. First one. All right, let's, let's do this story. It's short. Most of these stories are really short, but here we go. My buddy and I were waiting to be seated at Chili's one time. Chili's. Baby back ribs. I feel God in this Chili's. All right. Hey, yo. (laughs) The restaurant was absolutely packed. So as the waitress is leading us to our table, a family, mom, dad, and kid are leaving. The kid is about 11 and he just barrels into me. I'm fairly large. So I pretty much knock the kid down. I mutter, uh, sorry, man. You okay? And as I turn around, the mom blurts out, why don't you watch where you're going? Oh, shit. I turn back around, look the, the mom square in the face and say, why don't you tell your stupid, wait, sorry, your little stupid monkey bastard kid to watch where he is going. She just stares at me, mouth hanging open. My buddy, 6'4", ex-Marine, literally grabs me by the collar and yanks me away. Dumbass, he says. She was talking to her kid, not you. Oh, shit. <laughs> holy shit (laughs) oh that's funny that's a good one (laughs) you know what's crazy i could imagine that whole thing in my head (laughs) yeah it's very like descriptive like even the 64x marine just imagining this big guy (laughs) my my first reaction is 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 it racially charged like where did the monkey come from I don't well that wasn't specified so right. I don't think I think he just meant monkey because he was Cause like that would be he was like bad jumping was around profiled, right you know like if it was like racially charged I don't, at least yeah I don't think it 
I don't think it was because then I think that would have been added into the story right. for like context, like hey, racist or whatever. Yeah. But I think it was just like a like a term like monkey because he was like bouncing yeah. off the the walls Jumping and stuff, around. right? Like being you know being a being that's a, crazy, yo. Imagine she was like a Karen and shit. <laughs> like she would pop that guy in the face. That's funny though, cause she was like talking to her kid, mm-hmm. like watch hey, where you're going. going, like trying to warn him. Watch where you going, dipshit. And then he's like, "Why don't you fucking watch where your kid is going, you fucking idiot?" Yeah. And it's like, what? Like I was talking to little Johnny over there. Gasp. <laughs> That's funny, but so yeah, that you know, just just That's gotta a good go, one. just yeah. got a good laugh out of that one. Yeah. What would you do if your kid like bumped into bumped someone? into somebody? Ugh. You know what? I was always that like troublemaking kid. Yeah. That, that would like go like go to the supermarket if I wanted something and my mom didn't get me something from Walmart or whatever. I would just like drop to the floor and just start like spazzing out and screaming and just hitting the floor and just yelling and the whole supermarket would just turn. Oh so hell no! Nah. So I was that kid. <laughs> So I don't know, like I would do my best to not raise my kid that way so that he doesn't become that. I would try to teach him manners at home first because I feel like a lot of these parents fail to do that and they take their kids out in public and they just expect them to have like the same behavior because they're going to have the same behavior you teach them at home. Right. So if this kid's probably used to jumping on the sofa, going crazy at home, you know, uh, high on sugar all the time. So like that's just, that's the parent's fault. So, So. So I would just... Well, I would just apologize to the kid. And then if, you know, like, I probably wouldn't make that mistake. And like, no, I'm saying what if it was your kid? Oh, and someone said that's my kid. Yeah, no. And some and what if it was your kid like bumping into somebody? Like, how are you handling that situation? I'm just going to apologize on behalf of the kid. Okay, so you would apologize. Right, because I think that the mistake that the lady made was just um, address the kid and not address the person that the kid violated you know right. the, um, space you know like the kid violated the guy's space so i would yeah apologize on behalf of the kid for the uh to the person i feel like that's the perfect lesson too it's like you should never acknowledge the bad behavior by by like yelling at them right. you should address the bad behavior by comforting the victim if that makes sense mm-hmm. so whenever they do something bad like for example he bumped into the guy you should like show what the right response is by saying uh, i'm very sorry he did that and make like the kid apologize too even that's a really good move because because you show remorse and then the kids usually mirror the parents behavior right. and so the kid is gonna you know like catch on to the remorse and to the sentiment and you sentiment. and you don't want to encourage bad behavior by like by like paying too much attention to it you know yeah because that's what the kid wants exactly wants to get your attention it's like well we don't know he maybe this kid just like in general maybe right i feel like this kid just like accidentally bumped into this guy and was just like running around and and it was an accident but i feel like that's still the, the way that i would go it's like all right yeah, let's apologize to the man like i wouldn't yeah. be like watch where you're going johnny like i would because like i feel anthony, like anthony what do we do now yeah it's like say sorry you know and it's also like watch where you're going yeah it's like Like, you're also teaching that like you're at the wrong place to be yelling at your kid like come on you're at the restaurant man y'all just ate i'm saying yeah come on like you're about to eat maybe the kids hungry i think they said they were leaving so the kid's all like excited he probably did have a sugar rush sugar yeah maybe pancakes that i have freaking chilies no it's chilies yeah (laughs) probably had what a a milkshake milkshake. i don't know fries 
something. Let's see another one. Ready? Look at this one. You talked about racially charged. Here we go. Ready? Mm-hmm. The week I got my driver's license, a lady that my mom lady. my mom worked with almost got carjacked. She left the door unlocked and a man opened her car door and tried to jump in. He was armed. So my mom sits me down and tells me this story to impart upon me the wisdom of locking my car doors. As your typical 17-year-old girl, I forget this. A few weeks later, I'm riding home really late at night through what is considered the ghetto in my hometown. I don't, <laughs> I, don't, I don't realize that my doors are unlocked until I'm stopped at a stop sign and a black guy walks across the street. Suddenly remembering my mom's story, I lock the car doors. I swear to God, in all caps, I have the loudest locking mechanism in the world. And the black guy looks up at me with the best fuck you face I've ever seen and flips me the bird. The next thing I hear is, man, I don't even like white girls. I didn't apologize because I was too embarrassed. Now I just lock them when I leave home. Jesus. Imagine you're just like, why? imagine that guy's like a doctor or or that, that guy's like in medical school, just like coming home from medical imagine, school. Imagine that guy's like a celebrity and you just fucking yeah, like, like <laughs> someone successful, like who's just, you know, I don't know, going to his parents' house for like whatever. Either just, way, it's like, damn, girl, way, yeah, like, you, you don't should... look around before you fucking do that. <laughs> That's my biggest pet peeve, though. And you know this. It's like people who like lack awareness of space and who like don't you know because like i'm very anal about that. It's like mm. i'm very observant i know what well, like for example if we're trying to like talk like low-key and like secretly and stuff and i know that there's someone around and even if it's in a different room like i'll be careful as to like the tone of my voice yeah what i'm gonna say the time of <laughs> saying it i'm not just like assuming that because the person's in another in a another room that the person's not going to hear me mm-hmm. you know like i just i'm just very meticulous with that and then people who lack that awareness just it just blows my mind i feel like damn she could have just rolled down the window and been like i'm so sorry or something like it wouldn't oh, yeah. have been a big deal like was she that you know yeah, i get being I think embarrassed it's worse, though, because i i think it's worse because again she was wrong but you don't know what people are capable of once they're hurt once once there's their their feelings are hurt or they're think... offended like that guy for all we know is a great guy but i'm saying like what if that guy was like like you fucking bitch where it spits on her right. or like pulls like something out and or like a pocket knife approaches the car <laughs> he's the car so it's like you're inviting conversation so mm. it's more like it's two-sided now being being that all you did was like an action that wasn't even directed at him but he interpreted it as it being directed so now if you roll your window down and communicate then it's direct yeah, I and can you see what start you mean. That conversation. But she said to herself, like she was just too embarrassed. So it's like, right? Like, was your embarrassment worth somebody else like feeling, you know, shitty about themselves, feeling shitty that and about the world? Right? It's yeah. like, oh, here we go, another fucking white person who can't be in my neighborhood with their doors unlocked. Like, I, I get that. Okay, like I get, like you know, if you're in a in an area where there's a lot of carjacking, obviously you yeah, want crime. your doors locked. Yeah. But I'm saying like. Like, come on, you could have been considerate, no? Like, you right. could have just been like, you know, oh, oh, my bad, or my fault. Like, like no, you know, no, nothing personal. No harm, no foul. Yeah. yeah. But I get what you're saying, too. Like, then it becomes a discussion, and then they people start whipping out their phones, and then it's yeah, like... Yeah, filming you and <laughs> wanting confrontation. And then you're canceled at 17, and you're not going to college, girl. You just got fucking dropped out of 
Every NYU college. or yeah. wherever you were going. Yeah. No more scholarship. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Though. Rightfully so. I mean, no, I'm kidding. Uh, let's see. Ready? Uh, oh, my God. I have so many. It's so hard to pick. So how many more do you want to do? Let's do let's do one more. One more? All right. Maybe I'll save the longer ones for another day. Okay. All right. Let's do... Uh, let's do this one then. Let's just do these three short just, ones. Just like do a crazy one. Crazy one? Yeah, like a wild one. Do you have any of those? Uh, let's see. I have some. Hold on. Okay, let's do this one. It's a little longer, but we'll do it. All right. Ready? Several months ago, I whipped out the old... <laughs> this is how it starts. I'm not even joking. I whipped out the old flashlight. <laughs> oh, okay. And turned the volume on my laptop to a dull roar. So I guess it's like, it's a roar. So it must so be semi-loud, right? Yeah. So he was probably alone, <laughs> teenager alone at home. Is that I where made, this is going? Yeah, I made the rookie mistake of thinking the house was empty. After all, I managed to walk downstairs, make myself some scrambled eggs for breakfast, take the dog out and not hear a peep from anyone. I just naturally assumed I was home alone. <laughs> After my 30 to 40 minute long fap session Jesus Christ. full of lube sloshing around and other questionable noises, I start the process of cleaning things up when I see my phone light up with a text from my mom. Gee, that's funny. I think to myself, it's 11 a.m. Why is my mom texting me? She should be at work right now. Dot, dot, dot. Ellipses. <clears throat> Then it hit me. I heard the wheel. Uh, I heard the wheeling of the computer chair in the den downstairs. I take a big gulp. Ash cheeks puckering in with fear. <laughs> I open the text to the one line that will forever haunt me to the grave. Not to scare you, honey, but I am home. XOXO, mom. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wait, dude. She knew. <laughs> she fucking knew. <laughs> <coughs> Paralyzed with fear at this point, I just waited in my room till she left to do some errands. Maybe, just maybe, I thought she didn't hear the ungodly noises <laughs> coming from my room earlier and that the coast was clear. To test my logic, I went downstairs and played the porn at the same volume it had been playing earlier. It fucking echoed throughout the goddamn house. <laughs> The Jesus. way the acoustics in the ceiling worked, I wouldn't have been surprised if she heard the occasional queef from the girl getting ra railed in the porno. <laughs> I oh couldn't look at my mom for weeks. The shame. Holy oh, shit. oh, the fucking shame. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, my God. So that one like made me crack up when I first read it for sure. What's alarming to me is that he had a 30 to 45 minute session and his mom... <laughs> Took him so his mom was polite enough to wait him finish. <laughs> let him, let him like, just nah, like just let him it finish. Out. Yeah, she just, heard like, it like going her, like, like just puts her headphones on. It's like, nah, we'll just let him do his thing. That's crazy. What would you do as a mom? Because like this is the question. I would for like you, turn you know? on the vacuum and then yeah. he's like all of a sudden just gets stunned. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, That's like, what like I make a big noise or something. <laughs> like bang on the walls or do some I would, shit. I would do something like that for real. Oh my god. Because and then it's like or like listen i get the i get the concept of like letting him finish or whatever but i feel like the um, the embarrassment would be so much more like dreadful if he knew that he went through that whole session right and and that whole session was heard you know like, and he finished 
with his mom in the house hearing. listening to the session. <laughs> hearing what he was finishing to, you know? Right. <laughs> Them, some ash cheeks the, getting like, clapped. Queefing. That's crazy. That's wild. Bouncing right off the walls. That's crazy. <laughs> and next time you think that you're being quiet, having sex, yeah. or watching porn, they, they hear you. Yeah. Consider they're, the acoustics of your home. They're listening, all right? It's yeah. bouncing off the walls. That's they could wild. hear it downstairs in the basement then. Your neighbors could hear it because walls are yeah. pretty thin nowadays. Thin, yeah. yeah. Especially if you're right next to... All right, so is that it for today? That's it. Let's end right. it there. So, Hope so, you guys have a good FAP session. So that's the moral of the story is that if you <laughs> queef, make sure that you keep the volume low. Um, <laughs> I think the girl queefed in the video. Right. So if your girlfriend queefs, uh, don't don't bring her home to mom because your mom if will you, know about it. <laughs> no, if you're watching <laughs> that's, that's porn, wear headphones. Yeah. Wear headphones. Invest or, in those. <laughs> or make your mom wear headphones while you watch porn. If you're about to do it and you think nobody's home, like... Yeah. <laughs> look around first all right fucking text why didn't he like send a text to like double check like hey what time are you getting home right it's like that's what i would do if i was like playing a safe or whatever it's like the car like yeah unless she takes the bus or train but like right check the garage maybe yeah that that are you that lazy and that desperate and that he's like so ready to like fap it out like he just got his flashlight his balls were big and blue his flashlight arrived in the mail that morning he's like no he said the old the old flashlight so he's been using it like he's he said it was sloshing around so imagine having a flashlight and having to clean it like do you think he cleans his flashlight i don't know he said it was sloshy so Anyways, clean, clean your, your flashlight <laughs> if you have one. And uh, um, speaking of flashlight, if flashlight wants to sponsor this podcast, <laughs> uh, feel free to spot, give us a sponsor. Did you know that Joe Rogan started his sponsorships with a flashlight? Wow. He would give a flashlight to every guest that would take one. And he would just talk greatly about it and talk about like warming it with like warm water and putting it in like a pan. What? And then like, using it. <laughs> he would use it and like admit to it? He had to use it to approve the product. I did not oh. want to picture Joe Rogan doing that. And right. now the episode is over. And it's ruined. <laughs> I'm going to go fucking gouge my eyes out right. and my imagination <laughs> with like boiling water. Uh, that's funny though. But, anyways, um, on a serious note, uh, hopefully, when we do find consistency with the podcast, we will be uh, introducing you guys to a few sponsors who we are already in communications with. Uh, but we are just waiting for us to build that frequency in order for us to really, you know. Get to a point where this podcast is official. <laughs> and who knows, we might even get an editor someday. Ooh, Imagine we'll put some editor. effects on this thing. Yeah. Stay or tuned, more guys. More than one editor because then we could do as many episodes we want. Right. And just send them the footage and have it all ready when we want it and need it. Yeah, we're just starting. So if you're here right like now. This fucking crazy production system, dude. If y'all are here right now with us, come you to Coney Island. Come spin on a cyclone. You know, I miss y'all. I'm a I'm a fuck with y'all in the future if you guys are still here. Bing bong. We're gonna be big, man. Bing bong big. Alright, we out. We're gonna be Joe Byron big. Joe Byron. What do you want to tell Joe Byron right now? Take me to dinner, baby. Or take take me out to dinner. And we're off. Peace to the world. Peace to the world. It's Monday. Charlemagne. Charlemagne the God. Shout out. That's my God. My bottles for Charlemagne. Bye.